Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10 thousand recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so we do have some accountability here in the national football league and it's jonathan gannon the brand new head coach of the arizona cardinals who in talking with peter king of the mmqb he says that when it comes to the play call that they couldn't stop at the end zone or uh, near the goal line against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, he takes responsibility for it. Didn't put his guys in position to make a play. They were very upset about it. And so multiple times they got burnt. Not that that was the only thing that led to them losing the game, but nonetheless, Jonathan Gannon owning up to some mistakes and taking some accountability for what happened in that Super Bowl. And it's about time, and he better get used to it because it's not like he's with a team who's got a quarterback who takes any accountability for anything now. So there's just that. Just saying. That's been kind of a problem with Kyler Murray. A lot of pointing the finger and not necessarily the thumb. And we've seen that play out on the sidelines. So Jonathan Gannon already getting some reps in there. The yeah. What are you saying? He's not standing tall and taking all the blame? Oh, come on. Oh, how wow. could, how could Boy, you do I'm, that? What do wow. you mean? You oh. and your and your six Q, I thought you were better than that, Q. Broad oh shoulder, God. stacked I'm just jack. Standing tall. 6'4", 240. I mean, and it's, it's tall. Yoked. It, 
That's Brady Quinn. He's going to sit there. Right, what is he just that at all? And what? Yoked. <laughs> Telling you, man. He's going to sit here and he's going to, you know, talk trash about somebody who's less fortunate. I'm not fortunate. talking trash. I was asking her questions. Is I mean, that, was that really was, what you're saying? I thought it was a valid question. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a valid comment, too, though. Because he's all jacked. Oh, okay. What else? Yeah, jacked and what? Yoked. <laughs> Still got that EAS pumping in. Um, now we're done. Yeah. Var, let me ask you this. When you saw the second touchdown to Sky Moore in the game, and it was the exact same play as when they first the as the one they threw to Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Were you? What were you thinking? Uh, I was trying to see who was in coverage, but but my first thought was, why is there not a corner out there waiting? He <laughs> was wide ass open. Yeah, I was just like, why is there not a corner? Like when they were running the when they were running the motion into the flare, I was like, okay, that is a compromise because you got a flare and you got somebody in the flat, and and so you're you're splitting the you're splitting the difference. But I still almost feel like all right, they they had to saw something in the coverage to start running it because you should in theory you should have a corner out there in the flats that can play the flat and the flare if they're in a zone. And if and if it's man coverage, then you should be ready prepared to switch, right? You deliver that that number that receiver on the outside to the next person whether it's the safety or the linebacker and you get that back that's in the flat. You know, but I think I, I you know, I don't know. You got to account for the quarterback even though Pat Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes was was uh not fully healthy in the game he still showed he could run right so it creates a dilemma when you have that quarterback that can be mobile for the team but i just was thinking you you got to switch the man and in, in red zone you can't play a zone and right. you got to be and, ready to switch and it looked like it was cover four and they were pushing that backside safety because as soon as the outside receiver went to run like he's running across <clears throat> the corner bumped down and then the safety was running hard to get to the other side where there was going to be a three-wide receiver set. And once Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, you know, either one, ended up returning back out, there was just no one out there. I yeah. mean, it was just wide open. Uh, it, was, it didn't look good. That's, I, I certainly would say. Like, if it, if it happens once, I could see it. But they ran it, like, several, several times, maybe more. And it was, it was pretty much open. By the way, the name of that place is called Corn Dog. I don't know if yeah. you guys were familiar with that. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's what yeah. it's called, Corn nice. Dog. Yeah. Is that um? But is that like shots and explosives? Is that kind of like I mean, you know, <laughs> Andy? They got, Reed. they got that coming to him, right? Who, yeah. who who did he do a interview with where he said that? It's well, called Corn they Dog. Caught him talking to Rondell Moore. Oh, that's what. It was. Oh, uh, uh, you know, Jonathan Gannon talking to Rondell yeah. Moore. Yeah, that was really weird, man. Like, did I, you do I, an impression of it? Yeah, you just zip zip zip. <laughs> like that's really what he what he said to him. Oh. Like if you watch the video, he sees Rondell Moore and he gets excited and he shakes his hand and there was he no. Goes, hey man, shots, explosives. Like what the hell? Like I'd love to know what Rondell Moore was thinking in that moment. Like I'm glad he knows who I am, but whoa, what are you doing, dude? He's making like video game arcade noises I mean, when he's talking to him. Shots. It's supposed explosives. to be fun. So there you go. You know, we were talking earlier about like relationships between players and coaches and stuff like that and how, you know, maybe, you know, a coach may not get along with another, uh, you know, get along with a player. 
It, you know, sometimes it's a necessary, at least old school wise, it's a necessary evil to have good cops and bad cops. You know, I guess that's not even a great, great term anymore, you know, where we're at in society. But sometimes it's to have the good good person and the bad person, right? And, and, and some people are really, really, like you'll hear them say, he's a player coach. You know, it's, it's basically saying that there's far and few in between where you have a player coach. Like, coaches aren't friendly to players. It's more like a parent situation. Like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to be your parent. Like, I'm not here to be your guy. You know, I'm here to be your coach. So I, I don't know. Like, and that's interesting, too. Like when, when when those conversations come up, do you find yourself like kind of thinking about like, well, what is a relationship supposed to actually entail between a player and and a coach? Like that there's nothing that says that a coach and a player have to be on friendly terms. You know, yeah. like you have a y'all both have a job to do. You know what you think? I mean, I, I always subscribe to, like, I didn't need you to give me a compliment. You know, I, I kind of always adhered to coaching where if I was doing what I was doing, you just leave me alone. If I'm not doing something right, let me know. You know, let me hear about it. Mm-hmm. But that was how I always appreciated coaching. Like, I, I always hated, you know, someone coming over and, and feeling like they needed to give me a compliment before they said something critical. It's like, you don't need to do that. Just tell me what just I need to improve me. upon. Yeah. How, how can I get better? Give me the truth. And I think in that case, you know, any relationship with uh, a player coach, you just want it to be genuine. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any problem if Jonathan Gannon is naturally like that. You know, if he's kind of a quirky dude and, you know, he's, he's more high energy and he's, he's going to relate to players in that way, it's cool. I mean, it's different. I mean, and, and also, like, I'll never forget there was a coach, and I used to ask him, I was like, you know, I was like, what's your, like, recruiting technique? And he goes, what I try to do is find a way of standing out from everyone else that, that comes into school and comes in to, like, visit with kids. And he goes, so I usually try to take them and say, hey, do you want to go out and sit on the bleachers? Do you want to go out and, and, and walk on the football field? Like, his whole thing was he just wanted to do something that separated him from everyone else. And even though it might feel odd, it might be quirky, it might be unique or different, it, as long as it was something that stood out, it ended up being more of, uh, I guess, a, it was a better relationship or at least it was something that differentiated them from everyone else. Mm. And so it, I, I don't have any problem if you're a quirky guy. That's how you coach and that's how you communicate. But I just hope it's genuine. Like yeah. you don't need to be someone you're not. I think the NFL locker rooms sniff that out in a heartbeat. Yeah, they do. And I think that's a good point. I mean, for me, I, I know I grew up old school. So I had from Pee Wee League on up, I would always have coaches that were like very animated. Like I always associated animated characters to coaches like almost like cartoon characters like what are you talking about get in there like like that's what i got used to like i recall one of my first memories of a coach was coach bellis what's up bellis no he ain't here no more all right rest in peace coach bellis but that's it when i was first first memories bro like i'm old jonas um Yeah, he coached – coincidentally, he coached the Westview Redskins that no longer able to say that sorry, name. Who? The Westview was – so that – it was the youth organization I played in. and Westview? Yeah, so all I could remember – V. Yeah. My first coach was Coach Klinger. He's gone too. God dang. What up, Klinger? He's gone, man. 
Uh, what are you reading? Obituary right now? No, but he's gone too. Uh, uh, but but I See, remember bringing up the Jonas, and all, all these people are dead now. Yeah, right. Dang. Any relation to David Klingler? No. No. Oh. Any relation to Boss Hog? Maybe, maybe, but maybe <laughs> not. Anyway, We're sitting on so, the couch together right now. Yeah, they are. They about to take him out, you know, for a walk. Um, I I just remember how loud Coach Bellis was. And I was like, man, next year I have to go play for him. And this is like I'm being introduced to football, and it's like we had a loud coach on on the first team, the Braves, um, Coach Barry. He was loud. but What's he up, was, Barry? I, I think he's still here. Uh, What's up, B? Yeah, I think he's still here. Uh, but it, it just, to me, you start to get acclimated as to what what that's supposed to feel. Why are y'all messing with me so what are you bad? Talking? Shout outs, I'm man. just trying to give a point about coaches <laughs> and, and, and coaching culture. Shout out. Is it, like, I, I just always I always wondered at, at certain points in time, like when I got to high school, I never questioned, like once I got acclimated in youth, I never really questioned coaching. It just was coaching is coaching, and, and however your coach is, our D coordinator was way more animated. Our offensive coordinator was very low-key, cool, calm. Our head coach was real cool. He was, you know, he was calm. And then I got to college, and it was like, dang, like, like I, I, it just it made you start – it made me start questioning, like, what is your relationship supposed to be with, with your coach? And And then once I got to the league, it was kind of like, well – you tell me what I need to do. There doesn't even need to really be relationships. You just tell me what my job is, and I'll do my job. I just always like just listening to like what what um, Shady had to say, you know, about the coaching situation. It just made me wonder, like, like is that even still a conversation about coaching? And then now, you know, talking about the the sound effects and doing that, is that even still a thing? Like coaching player relationship is you, that a thing do you guys think that because you grew up with in military families that you had it like your baseline was respect authority and that you carried that through your entire football probably career? yeah probably so i had to get up at a certain time every day i had to make sure that my bid was made a certain way every day like the way my bid was the the you know the cover on it the, the comforter on it it had to be like what was two inches or, or something away from the floor like I had to be able to put two fingers under it like that type stuff I had to vacuum my room every morning like I had I had a very very structured like way of growing up and 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 I don't know I, maybe it was I was used to being I mean I was never really handled in a way by my parents that was like a coach like when I played but I mean, I definitely had structure, and I didn't like it either, by the way. I didn't like to have to get up. Like, if if we didn't get up for a certain amount of time, my mom would actually come down the hallway with a pot and, and a, a uh, like a, uh, a scooper or whatever, a spoon. Bang the bottom Oh, of she'd it. be banging that bad boy. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You got to get up. You got to get up. And it'd be early. My mom was an early riser. So it was just like you start to get the – you don't sleep in college. Like when you start playing football in college, you don't even sleep. So I started learning the the ways of like the culture early on in life. I don't even know how we got off on this tangent. But I, it's like, zoom, zoom, I just, zoom. Yeah, there you go, the sound yeah. effects. How did it go again, Jonas? Zoom, 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 zoom. And it worked. Explosive. Zoom. And it worked. Zoom. 
and it worked. Yeah. It was the difference in the game, right? One more time. Explosives. Zoom, zoom, See, zoom. I do, zoom, I do zoom. have to call you out on this though, uh, Q. You, you know, you what? do, you do get upset at Jonas when he does that to you. You know. What do you mean? You know, I'm late for tire rack. I'm not going to do it on. Oh, your, I'll do. Well, he knows I, I'll do it. I'm I a, shall do it when I am ready to do it. I'm his wind up doll. He but just do it, winds but me do up it one more time, off. Jonas. But do it one more time. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> what I love most is Jonas looks so awkward when he does stuff like this. Oh, I was sitting there looking at him. <laughs> I, I look awkward. He's look, look at Jonathan Gannon and tell me he looks more awkward. Me or him he doing it? He looked more natural doing it. I was kind of like, oh, that's just yeah, my ass. I mean, he didn't have a microphone on. Are his you lip trying? Either. You trying to say? Are you trying to say Jonathan Gannon can out zoom me? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, he can zoom, zoom me. He is the originator. It's a bunch of crap, man. Guarantee I could beat him. Uh, all right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Harrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Tease. Cannot wait for this tease. Oh, man. All right. Coming up next, <laughs> a disturbing story in the world of sports takes a strange twist. We've got the latest developments and details for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex choose 
issues are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, our midweek awards for you here. So stick around for that. That in a little over 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. It's a little weird, right? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Explosives. Shots. 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 Zoom. Zoom, 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 zoom. It's quirky. A little weird. Uh, all right. So from that, we transition uh, smoothly over to this. So the situation in Alabama with the basketball team. My God. Jeez. Um, it's a bit aggressive, man. So this is this goes back to Darius Miles, one of the players on the team uh, who was arrested. He and another man last month killed a woman, shot and killed a woman in Tuscaloosa fired shots into a car she was sitting at in the car with another gentleman who fired back but she was killed uh she's a mother it's a terrible situation it's obviously a tragedy darius miles was arrested so was this other man uh who apparently did the shooting they were both in the car and so that's been sort of in the background of alabama who's had a really good season i believe number two in the country right now if i'm not mistaken like a really good team, a team that a lot of people look at as being able to make a deep run in the tournament. Well, apparently some new developments and new details have come out. Brandon Miller, who's one of the star players on the team, one of the best players in college basketball, projected lottery pick, freshman. Apparently he provided the gun that was used in the murder. And there's text message evidence that Darius Miles reached out to him to ask for the gun. He delivered the gun to him. And then furthermore, his car and a car of another teammate were on the road blocking the vehicle that was shot into from, from, from getting away. But... They, the DA, when asked about why Brandon Miller wasn't charged with anything, they said, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can charge him with. It feels like there's something you could charge him with. Nobody knew at, at, before yesterday what was actually happening. I would assume that's an accomplice. An accessory to murder or something. I don't think that's an accessory. You were an accomplice. I mean, that's where I come from. That's it, called accomplice. Well, Nate Oates, the head coach of Alabama, spoke about the situation yesterday and he had to clarify his comments after this statement here was the alabama head coach we knew about that i mean you know can't control everything anybody does outside of practice nobody knew that was going to happen college kids are out brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble nor is he in any type of trouble on this case like the wrong spot the wrong time so that was a little bit of what uh, his uh, uh, press conference uh, well, was yesterday. All right, let me ask you guys this. Let, let me ask you this. And gathering that information in terms of if he's an accomplice or not, are, is, is the source reliable in terms of saying that the cars were helping block the other car from getting out? Yes. 
Now, whether it was helping or just coincidentally there, they don't have evidence of that. Well, then that's a little different. In context, that's a little different. But his car did have bullet holes in it, and that was stuff that wasn't privy to the media and and nobody knew about until yesterday when this report from AL.com came out. And the part that I find odd about it all is he was spoken, like they spoke to him a couple of different times, from my understanding, and that's why they didn't charge him with anything. And so people are outraged that, A, you know, Nate Oates came off as being sort of dismissive a little bit of the whole situation. But also, why is he even allowed to be playing basketball if he's got this level of involvement in this situation? And that's the part I I struggle with because I don't know. There's got to be something else out there because I can't imagine if all of this was available to the program to the university, to the coach, that you would still just let him play without thinking any of this stuff would eventually come out and it would look, be a bad look for everybody involved. Like That's the part I struggle with. I can't imagine what the thinking was or the logic behind all this. It's How, weird. I, I, I would say that you 100%, if anybody was remotely close to the scenario that they would now has he been cleared they said he's been cleared no charges no anything like that that's a that's a tough that's a tough position for a coach to be in because if they've if they've gone through the whole legal um investigation and and there's nothing that's come out come back on them then i mean you i'd assume you have to move on because now that becomes a liability to that coach and to that school from that family if if they were to treat him differently when by the letter of the law they said that he's not you know he's not responsible for anything that took place so I just you know for me that's that's a tough one but I I think it's kind of clear cut to me if if legally the law said this person is not being charged they're not a person of interest they weren't an accomplice or accessory whatever you want to call it they're cleared of of the investigation and I think that that's kind of a, a book closed, if you ask me. Was he suspended or at least like mm. removed from the the team for a no. period of time? No. That's the part that I'm, you know, the, the legal system has to do its part. But you would think that he's not out there practicing and playing and doing all of that while the investigation's going on. It just that, that doesn't strike me as is right. Yeah, I would agree with that certainly. It, Pre, prior to him being cleared, yeah, certainly you got to sit him down until you know what what's going on. Like that basically says you're placing an importance on. I mean, this is my interpretation. You're placing more of an importance on winning than you are having a moral compass in terms of you know the 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 welfare well being of not only your team but what you represent philosophically who you are as a person what you represent you know he should have been sitting until they got to the conclusion of what what i just said so i agree with you there and you also got people that are calling for nato's job based on his comments yesterday uh they they think he should be gone they think somebody at the university should be fired if they had any sort of inkling that there was this level of involvement why is he still playing why why was he not told to stay away from the team until this thing cleared up it just it it's kind of a um, a dicey situation because if he's been cleared and they've talked to him, I I, I don't know how you can. 
punish him if he wasn't punished legally. And it, it, it feels like, like that's the part that I'm just struggling with because I find it hard to believe that they would interview him and talk to him and do their due diligence on this and have this many details attached to it and still just say, well, it's pure coincidence. I mean, it, he was the one who gave the gun, but there was no law violated or no law broken. I mean, there's, you know, he, he was asked by Darius Miles, where's the, the heater or something along those lines. He specifically gave him instructions where it would be and delivered the gun. Like, that's the part that's that's strange about this. And yet he still played. And it wasn't until yesterday that everybody said, wait a second. So this guy delivered the murder weapon. His car was that close that, that he had bullet holes in it. And he was spoken to and nobody knew about it. And Nate Oates is saying, well, wrong place, wrong time. Which is why he had to go back afterwards and clarify his comments because of all the pushback he got. I don't know if it deserves somebody losing their job for it, but it does feel like there's something missing here. Like there's, there's something in the process that doesn't You can't control up. other people's actions. And, and again, I, I think it's it's very, to me, it's very black and white in a situation like this from the standpoint of if something horribly bad like this took place and any one of your players had any type of involvement some way, somehow, where they're being investigated, you got to sit down until this process plays out. Once the process plays out, then you have a conversation with 100% your university, the officials. Like, this isn't even, to be honest with you, the, the, the smallest part of it is sitting that player out because the, the bigger conversation is the university being involved because of what, that, what the implications of these people being a part of your university represents. Was the young lady, were, were the people that were in the car, were they – I mean, is that, that that information can't come out that they were a part of the university? Like, I, I mean, there's just so many different moving parts in the black and white part of it that I'm talking about is until the university and the officials, legal, um, you know, presidents, whoever gets involved in, in terms of there are protocols that are put in place to safeguard and make sure that the university is in compliance in terms of how they investigate and approach when acts such as this take place. You know, I, I could apply it to when I was, you know, doing all of my homework and and being a part of everything that took place at Penn State. There's so many different things legally um, and protocol was and protocols was the word that just continued to come up that was connected to the school. So to me, this isn't really even up for debate. That young man should have been sitting out or anyone who was involved. There could have been a a person that was in the car that had absolutely, literally nothing to do with what was taking place. And they would still have to sit out until everything panned out and cleared out. Once you get to the point of where everything has been investigated, this is the conclusion that that you know the the people investigating it have come to this person is clear this person isn't those people that are clear are clear unless something changes and then once if something changes if new information surfaces then you re reapply and you start the whole entire process all over again i think that's pretty pretty cut and dry pretty black and white if you ask me that that's why some people are calling for his job 
some people were saying, you know, heads have to roll here. Somebody's got to be held accountable. If somebody knew what was happening or knew these details, the fact that he was still allowed to play and we just moved on as if, all right. Before, but Brady makes the best point in terms of before the conclusion was made that that young man didn't have anything to do with it or there's not something chargeable in the scenario before would be the reason why somebody if it's not the head coach it's somebody that has to be held accountable for them handling it because that's sloppy that's handling it sloppily and there's always the risk of which which i don't know why it matters so much at the college level but at the pro level you know one of the the thoughts or concerns was excuse me if you if, if you basically punish a guy and nothing comes from that you potentially allow yourself to be able to be sued because of whatever monies he was owed or didn't get, et cetera. I mean, sometimes that's part of the thought process, why they allow the legal process to play itself out before they intervene. But in this case, you know, that's why the commissioner's exempt list was kind of the solution, at least at the NFL level, where you could take a player, he's still being paid, so he can't be blackmailed in any instance, but he's not playing, and they can figure out or sort out whatever the situation is. In this case, that's where I'm a little bit confused why Alabama would allow him to still be a part of everything, why this is all going on. I mean, I would think for the sake of everyone involved, you'd want to be able to clear this up before moving forward, before allowing him to be a part of the team again. Plus, if it comes out like this did after the fact, and it's, wait a second, you knew all this and still, it just makes it look even worse. Like, why even take the chance? You know, obviously it's going to hurt, you know, you in, in, in real time when it comes to the season. But at this point, Nobody's thinking about that. Everybody's just looking at what a bad uh, the op- how bad the optics are for NATO. It's how bad the optics are for the program in a really really successful year. But you've already got this in the background. Now you've got you know maybe your best player, a guy who's a potential top five, top six pick in the NBA draft, and his involvement to this level. It's the the thing. It, the whole thing is weird. Just the way it was handled from top to bottom. So we'll keep you posted uh, on the latest developments of that as well uh, during the course of this show. If anything else transpires, it is two pros a cup of joe fox sports radio coming up next it is a wednesday tradition our midweek awards the good the bad and the ugly they're yours right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's been he's still on the line. off the show. Oh, off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> It's like the Dublin, Ohio national anthem. Uh, it is, yeah, kind of. Well, he's from here, so maybe it's your your neck of the woods theme song. Nah, it's Dublin, man. I don't know, man. Could be Thousand Oaks. I don't, know. I don't think so. Could be Bompton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Who sings this again? Was this uh? Three shots. You don't know. Is this Bone Thugs and Harmony. Kendrick yeah. Lamar, man. Is it really? Were you being serious? Yeah. You weren't being serious. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all didn't know Chocolate City was Chocolate City, so I guess it is possible. Lee, Lee does now. <laughs> Lee definitely By the way, did you see that guy tweeted it? He's like, hey, Lee was so busy clearing his search history, looking up Chocolate City, that he forgot to put up hour three of the podcast. <laughs> 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 Chocolate yeah. City. Yeah, everybody knows Lee's search history is a little dicey. Um, by the way, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Uh, coming up uh, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the Tyrac.com studios. We could have ourselves a little bit of information on where one quarterback could be headed and could not be headed this offseason. We'll get into that for you here. Before we get to our midweek awards, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. There are some good things that happen, and there's some bad, and then there's some downright ugly things. It's time for Good 
bad and ugly. All right, lead to lap. Who's got what this week? This is how you know it's a really, really good week. That's when Brady has the good. Yeah. What? He always gets the good. Yeah. All right. Big time. You know, I'm going to go back to the dunk contest. Uh, I haven't watched for a while. I saw Mac McClung, though. You know, one of the things we failed to touch on is, and it's maybe why I thought that was one of the best performances ever, he hit on every single first try. Every first try of a dunk he hit, which I, I think it allows you to really take in, especially dunks that were unique, which I would say at least two or three we hadn't seen before. And so it allows you to take it in and go, what did I just see? You know, not knowing that if he misses it, he's going to go back and do it again. I just thought that was an awesome performance. Uh, it brought a lot of buzz to the dunk contest because the actual game itself was an absolute snooze fest. So, so bad. So bad. I also feel like it might bring up a little of attention to one of the better movies, which is White Men Can't Jump. Great oh. call. Yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe the younger generation is able to go back and watch one of the all time greats. Are, are you trying to he say got that, way better hops than Woody Harrelson though in that movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to say that you would prefer an all white dunk contest, Brady? Is that what you're trying to say? Is that what Where you're getting at there? In anything I just said. Oh my god. Led to that. Okay, I was just wondering. I I, I wanted to be clear here because I thought some people could misinterpret it that way. Wh- so where did uh-huh. any of that? Yeah, you gotta be careful with that one. You well, know, he, cancel yeah. culture could come for us on that. I'm one. just saying, like I you hope said, it white comes for Jonas. That's the yeah. white man so, can't you jump. The you know, it was I do I do not endorse that. You know, uh, hold on it, a it was joking. Hold on a second. I got accused. You gonna hit the button? I got accused. A bit, that of not liking the Eric Bieniemy hire because he was black Raker. earlier. Oh, the show. there we go. There we go. All right. All right. <laughs> so this is unfair. I don't know, man. All right. I don't know. That one was you a little. That was a little sketchy. Yeah, it's a bit sketchy. Right. You're gonna air me out All like right. that. Yeah. Let's just skip the ugly. Jonas Knox saying that to, to Brady Quinn. Uh, that is certainly the ugly for me this week. It just got real ugly just now. Uh, All white dunk contest. Is that what, what, what you were implying? Yep, that's that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Yep, that's my ugly. I had something else, but no, nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's go unfair. No, nah, go, ahead, just, go ahead. It's unfair. You got and, the bad. And, and guess what? I, I, that's racist. So, I mean, that bird racist. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, I just got jumped in line. All right. <laughs> It's messed you up. You are checking off all of the boxes right now. <laughs> just, just mind you, uh, just, just making sure you're aware of this from my, from my angle, from my vantage point. You are checking off all of the racist boxes. Uh, Lee, who's, Lee, who's got, <laughs> Lee, who's got the bad well, this week? Well, we got Brady's good. Let, what you can't have good without the bad. Jonas, what was bad? <laughs> uh, I I bet on six different drivers to win Daytona. Yeah, you did. One finished fifth. The others were nowhere to be found. I gave you the fifth, too. Yeah, nowhere to be found. Uh, Kyle Larson finished fifth. It did, was it Kyle Larson or Amarola or whatever Al- his Alex name Bowman is? Fin- uh, Alex Bowman Alex Bowman, whatever. That was the other one. I placed six different wagers on drivers to win Daytona, and none of them won. And here's the problem. This goes back to my three-card poker rule. First time I ever sat down to play three-card poker in Vegas, I hit three eights, and I won $300. And I thought this is easy money i'll do this every time i've never won since first time i ever bet daytona denny hamlin won it and it was on that real close finish the photo finish and i thought this is easy i'm gonna bet daytona every year i've never won it since and this year was the worst six different drivers at five bucks a piece basically taking three ten dollar bills 
and wiping yourself with it and throwing it in the toilet. It was a waste of money. I did it again. I thought I'd learned my lesson from a really bad NFL season. Clearly not. One week out of football season and the trend continues. My bad betting is the, the bad for the week on this week's edition of The Good, the Bad, the Ugly. LeVar, do you want a second edition of Ugly this week? We could do a second edition of Ugly. I'd like to hear him just lambaste Jonas again. (laughs) Nope. Not not even going to revisit it. (laughs) Look, you checked off another box. That's that's denial. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ugly. uh, More ugly, I, I would say, heading into March Madness, the Bracketology people are out there in full full <laughs> steam full force first four in first four out uh, north carolina you know they're being looked at as the biggest underachiever so far uh unc tar hills basketball you, you know obviously fresh off of a really really fine season last year are not being looked at in the most favorable manner right now be interesting to see if they could catch fire and do what they need to do heading into March Madness. But I'm getting excited about, you know, March Madness coming around. But for now, you know, with such a blue blood, you know, tradition storied program, that's kind of ugly that they're not a little bit better or being seen as as overachievers or, or being a good team right now. Yeah, Duke's not even ranked. It's crazy. Yeah. Now you got no no Shashevsky. It's disappointing. Yeah, well, Are we just North beat Carolina. the life out of Louisville, though. Yeah, yeah. the life ago? out of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Louisville's not good. Yeah. They're they're playing well. How's Kentucky doing? Are you, oh, jeez. Uh, I knew you were going there. Yeah, I knew just, that was coming. going over Tennessee, man. Yeah. Was that, I think it's twice, too, right? They swept them this year? Yeah, they beat them yeah, on Saturday. I think too. they might slide in. Yeah, they could be dangerous. You know, that could be one of them things where it's like it looked bad for Calipari and then they – Pulled it together. You now, know? now, are you because you like to file down the toothbrush and oh, stick wow. it to the side Shit, of shiv. of your Kentucky friends? If you okay. like to shiv them a little, are now are they are they in response sending you text messages when they beat number ten Tennessee like they did on Saturday? No, I'm actually the one who told them to try to bet the uh, line up to ten that I thought Kentucky would win by more than ten. They were they were getting two, so God, I can't wait for March Madness. Basketball I can't wait for hour three. <laughs> yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. 
Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 